0: Is said, time?
1: You're on, Joy. <laughs> Hello. Joy.
0: <laughs> Hello. Well, hola. Sure. Hola. <laughs> Have no fear, The View girls are here. Welcome to The View.
2: Hello, welcome to Nature of the View. Happy Thanksgiving. Hola ladies.
3: Hi. Hi. Hi friends. How's
4: everyone doing? We're fine. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Hi Sean, welcome back.
4: I haven't seen you in so long. Not since the finale of last season.
3: Yeah. How are, how are
4: you? <laughs> I'm the same. Honestly. <laughs> Marie, do you remember in the spring when we talked about PlayStation games and I was playing Spider-Man? Yes. Um, I sort of put it on pause for a while and then I got the hankering to get back into it. So I googled games like Mm Spider-Man and now I'm playing Infamous. Have you ever played that?
3: Yeah, I have. Mm. Also, I've been down that dangerous road of googling games like Spider-Man and the reality (laughs) is that there is none <laughs> that, <laughs> that captures the fun and, like, innocence of Spider-Man, but I have played that one, but it's way darker than Spider-Man is. It is dark. And what? then I've played a Batman game that was, like, mm, you That's know. That's my next one. It just wasn't doing it for me. Okay. Right now I'm playing um, Need for Speed, inspired by the drag racing that happens outside of my <laughs> house every night.
2: What type of gaming console are you guys using? PS4. Wii. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> we talk to each other on the Wii every night. Um, no, I also have. I, I'm also using a PS4.
2: Didn't that just come out? No.
3: No. There's a new PlayStation Five that's coming out like oh. soon. Okay. By the end of the year.
2: I haven't been caught up since playstation (laughs) one since since the spice girls game (laughs) since crash
4: bandicoot racing actually (laughs) the free game that came with the console
3: yeah the demo that let you play like three minutes of crash bandicoot three minutes of parappa the rapper
2: (laughs) well that's nice that you both are so into gaming (laughs)
5: <laughs>
2: what are you up to, Kevin? Not much. Um <laughs> not How's much.
3: How's dancing with the stars going? <laughs> or do you not are we getting into that later?
2: No, um, um it's I'm still watching. N- not much to report. There was an <laughs> there was an incident last week where Tyra accidentally announced the wrong the wrong bottom two couples mm-hmm. so it's just not looking good for her fate <laughs> on the show personally, <laughs> getting a lot of hate, yeah, um but you know that not much.
4: What about Thanksgiving? any Thanksgiving plans? I'm having Thanksgiving by myself, and Kevin sent me this Instagram post for um what is it? A company that your friend started, and so, anyways, from them I ordered like a full Thanksgiving meal, including an apple pie for one, and oh. it's gonna get delivered to me tomorrow. So no stress, no mess, <laughs> just
2: just turkey breast.
3: I don't know if I'm doing anything. I have mixed emotions about Thanksgiving as a as a whole, um, and then. On top of that, I was going to order the Swiss chalet, like, Thanksgiving festive meal. But then I ended up ordering it, like, two nights ago because I was, like, I, could, I couldn't I could wait any longer. <laughs> <laughs> um, All that to say, I ordered Swiss chalet. It gave me food poisoning. So <gasps> now <laughs> I
4: don't know if No. <laughs>
3: yes. So now I don't know. I don't think I'm going to do anything for tomorrow. Like, I might just make it, like, a... A spicy McNugget kind of night.
4: But Swiss Ali is always cooked to perfection.
3: It was the coleslaw. And oh. I knew what was happening as I was eating it. I was like, it doesn't taste right.
4: <laughs> coleslaw is never worth never it worth it. It didn't taste something tasted
3: anymore. like chemical in it. <laughs> mm. That's all I'll say. <laughs> what oh. about you, Kevin?
2: I don't care about Thanksgiving. I'm not doing anything. Um my aunt sent me a text to say that she doesn't feel like cooking. And then she said, I'm going to the Steak and Stein restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> they have a dinner for 19.99, And she said, I don't think anyone will mind. And I said, okay. But I also realized that I didn't get an invite. So mm. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I never care about Thanksgiving. It's like a pretty boring holiday and I'm not yeah. usually you know around family anyway
4: but you guys thanksgiving is my favorite holiday like of all the what? family holidays where you're like obligated to go see your family thanksgiving uh-huh. is my favorite because it's like not tied to anything like like christmas is like a whole to do like there's a whole thing around it and it's stress yeah. whatever easter is also like it's just not like a nice time of year for me And Thanksgiving is just perfect. Like, the weather's perfect. You can just, like, drink wine all night, eat, and there's no, like, like, obligation. There's no drama at Thanksgiving, you know?
3: I feel like the things that you love about Thanksgiving, that's, like, just what I do all, like, October anyway. That's why, like, I really don't care about Thanksgiving. Like, if I want to eat stuffing for every night of October, I'll do it. Yeah. You know, there's nothing stopping me.
2: <laughs> Ever since she turned 18, she, <laughs> she could legally have stuffing anytime could have she stuffing
3: wants. I have stuffing every night. So that's what I do. So the, the holiday doesn't really do it for me. Yeah. You know, if I want to buy a gourd, I'll buy a gourd. I'm not going to do it because it's Thanksgiving. Jeez. <laughs> if I want to eat coleslaw and be sick all night, I'll do it.
4: I didn't know Mariah was coming on the pod today. <laughs> oh my
2: god! <laughs> Why are you holding that? Marie is holding well, Mariah Carey's book right now.
3: Well, it's literally right next to me right now because I got it yesterday, and then um, I was using books to like stack up the microphone, and so I had it under the mic, but then it was too high, so now it just is sitting next to me the whole time.
4: So that you can reference it throughout the discussion,
3: exactly. Because because
4: <laughs> because, because Mariah said Thanksgiving is canceled. Called
3: Thanksgiving is canceled.
4: Oh, what's have you read it yet? Um, I've been listening to the audiobook. book. Um, I went right from Sunny's audiobook to Mariah Carey's audiobook. and there's mm. actually a lot of parallels you'll find. Um, but Mariah's is top tier. What are the and parallels? like the audiobook is incredible because you know like through a singer's memoir they'll um, include quotes from their songs of course Mariah sings all of those quotes <laughs> she also gets such a kick out of some of her own stories that she's mm-hmm. like giggling throughout as if though it's the first time she's hearing it in a long time um, it's, it's just a really enjoyable
2: read what would you I... say are the
4: parallels
2: between Sunny and Mariah's books?
4: Well, it's just like I'm listening to two audiobooks back to back, both about um, strong biracial women growing up in the boroughs of New York City, coming from rags to riches in their respective fields, the struggles they encounter uh, along the way, and a little peek behind the scenes. Yeah. (laughs) It's the same book. Yeah. Except this one has singing.
3: I was gonna only do the audiobook because I heard that clip where she's like talking about JLo without mentioning her name really and she it's like the end of a chapter and she's like and then like my single went to become the number one single of the year. I'm real. (laughs) And I was like, oh my god, I really need the audiobook. But then I wanted the pictures inside the real book, so I might read the book while listening to it. So it's like Mariah is like reading the book Mm,
4: to me. That's nice. Yeah, that's the big downside of the audiobooks is you don't get the pictures. Like I wonder Mm. what pictures were in Sonny's book. I don't know. I'd like to see it. (laughs) Well, So unfortunately, we didn't get sent a promotional copy. So no, definitely (laughs) not.
3: Still holding out for Summer on the (laughs) Bluffs.
2: So one thing I want to do is we, Sean, you did this actually. We had such a great time with the album cover that we made of (laughs) Megan as Dua Lipa, and we asked people. Everybody. Yeah, everyone was having fun. And we asked people to tell us what they thought the first single would be. So we decided to do it again, this time making Sonny over into Mariah Carey. Very topical. The Emancipation of Sonny. Mm-hmm. And we once again asked people, what would the first single be on Sonny's album? And I want to read some of the replies Great. because people really delivered once again. <laughs> so of course we have september featuring kim classic (laughs) cool for the summer on the bluffs
3: that one (laughs) 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 that one i like legitimately choked when i was reading it because i was laughing so hard
2: (laughs) is it september just thinking about the name september featuring (laughs) earth wind and fire Uh, We have a legal note featuring teleprompter. Mm, I like that one. We belong together on the
5: bluffs.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I like the ones that took the Mariah Carey theme, you know? Yeah. It's not easy. Not everyone can do that.
2: Mm. It's July. Why are we talking about Merry Christmas
4: from a very sunny holiday? (laughs) I love that one. That's a deep cut. That's one that I read and I was like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. good. I that forgot is good. about that yeah. moment.
2: This is another one I really like. A no-no bueno. <laughs> <laughs> wow. A lot of wow. Dot, dot, dot featuring Kia. That was another good deep cut. Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. Uh,
0: that's saying Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, that's right. dot. Dot, dot, dot. dot,
2: dot. Adults Speak to Adults featuring Bethany Frankel.
3: That one is so funny to me. Th- that was like a moment that I forgot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this person snapped. They wrote, "In control of my man <laughs> knee."
5: <Like>,
2: why? <laughs> um, this person just wrote, "I was calling Abby stupid."
5: <laughs> what? <laughs>
2: Uh, Really Sunny featuring Abby Huntsman and the John 2012 (laughs) girls Uh, GTFO The Beach featuring Bethany Frankel We Belong Together pending a legal note (laughs) Oh this one is so good I have to push back parentheses on that (laughs) I feel like that's an actual Shania Twain song Yeah Okay, last one is
4: Ascension Unleashed. That's nice. nice. That's the album title. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the next oh my greatest God. hits compilation we wait. put together. I do have a few view updates for
2: everyone. The biggest news of all being that Megan out of nowhere it felt like had her baby finally <laughs> so she gave I don't say
4: I wouldn't say it was out of nowhere
2: out of nowhere in like the sense that she worked until mm-hmm. the day that her baby literally gave birth and we didn't know and she just showed she just stopped showing up to work one day and we were like oh i guess she had her baby <laughs> yeah but that's the beauty of working from home
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's true i guess but I, for me, I've just been, maybe it's because 2020 has been such a weird, like, time warp of a year. But I have felt like Megan's been pregnant for seven years. And so it was time any minute now. Like, every day that dragged on, I was like, where's the baby? Why is not it come yet? Well, I know she mm-hmm. brought it
2: up a lot in talking about, like, coronavirus and wanting to buy a crib. But I think overall she didn't talk about it like that much so and also she never we never saw a photo of her pregnant or any Mm -hmm. like with a belly or anything Mm. which is fine i didn't like need to see that but it is kind of an interesting thing that like the view started working from home during her like peak pregnancy, so she never had to go on TV as a pregnant woman like visibly pregnant woman mm-hmm. and that's probably f- for her sake, probably for the best because of the amount of like negativity she gets ab- yeah. about stuff I feel like, like, like it's anyway. like
3: ideal to like not have to be on camera in a place where like people are already being horrible about you and your physical appearance. Yeah. It's like you don't even you're not even giving it them the opportunity. So like that is also how I would prefer to be pregnant. <laughs> it's
2: like, Noted. Se-
3: almost secretly with no one noticing. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I didn't know I was pregnant style. Yeah. <laughs> the approach that she did get to, get to take which was like okay I don't um, have to stand up and show my uh, pregnancy. Instead I can just turn out look after look day after day. <laughs> new yeah. person, new face, new hair.
2: New yeah. makeup artist from Euphoria. <laughs> <laughs> so she gave birth to a baby girl in during Libra season and the baby's name is Liberty Sage. So what do we think of this name? Is anyone surprised? Is it a little well, too on the nose? Do you think
3: that do you think the baby's named after the Degrassi character?
2: Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah?
3: Okay, good. Me too.
4: It's interesting that she went with this name because of that uh, clip mm-hmm. that we posted uh, on Instagram of a discussion, a Hot Topic discussion, that where they were discussing baby names, and she joked, everybody knows my baby's going to be named uh, something like America or Freedom.
1: Would you name your baby Whoopi after me? Of course, I would name my child Whoopi and Joy, and everyone at the table. No, all my kids are going to be named American Freedom. Everybody knows that.
4: <laughs> and honestly, it's not far off. Like <laughs> not she, not
1: at all. she
2: told yeah. us. <laughs> but I like it. I think that's a great name, and I I like that it's kind of on the nose for her brand. I think that's I think it's great. So even though she just had a baby, she's still pretty active on social media, and she. She has been doing some tweets and one of them really caught my attention. I don't know if you guys saw but she tweeted, I know there's a lot going on in the world that is much more important, but I'm in the throes of newborn land and I just wanted to know if your nipples can actually fall (laughs) off from breastfeeding. I did see that one.
5: Yeah,
3: unfortunately I saw that.
2: (laughs) So that's what she's up to at home. But This actually resulted in a Daily Mail article about it that I want to (laughs) read so we can get the full story of what was going on with Megan's nipples. So it says, new mom Megan McCain shared her breastfeeding struggles with fans after she and her husband welcomed their first child, a daughter named Liberty Sage. The 35 year old alluded to nursing being incredibly painful when she tweeted a question about the possibility of her nipples falling off on Monday. While most people assured her she would be fine, a few moms shared their horror stories with her. Actually, yes, one of mine did, Liddy Huntsman replied, and it was clearly not the answer McCain wanted to hear. Wait, what? The View co-host tweeted back. It's a little too graphic for Twitter, Huntsman explained, although the bar is set pretty low these days. Just wrote you.
3: Oh (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> so the Daily Mail's like reporting about like writing one of the funny replies to the tweets without any like acknowledgement of the fact that this is Abby Huntsman's sister. Yeah. Which is hilarious to me.
3: Oh, my It checks God. out
4: for the Daily Mail.
2: Yeah, I love it though. Twitter users who were following the conversation were likely a bit disappointed to learn that they would never find out what had happened to Huntsman. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I don't need to hear what happened to Abby's sister's nipples.
4: I think we heard everything we need to hear. (laughs) What more is there to say, honestly?
2: Well, the Daily Mail, being a reputable journalism um, publication, they actually reached out to a doctor, and she told Daily Mail via email that it's not possible for a breastfeeding mother's nipple to fall off. However, nipple injury is usually due to incorrect breastfeeding technique, particularly poor position or latch on. So there you have it, everyone. So is
3: she calling Abby's sister a liar?
2: <laughs> <She's> t- <laughs> I think she's accusing Megan of having poor technique, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so she also posted on Instagram something about her new love of, of motherhood. She said, motherhood is euphoria. All the cliches have come true and exceeded well beyond my wildest expectations. It is hands down the best thing I have ever done in my entire life. And I am completely in awe of our daughter. Having liberty is like observing my entire heart live and exist outside my body. She is a little wildcat. Beautiful, strong, alert, Already so full of life and spirit, I only wish I had done this sooner. Thank you to my love, Ben, for giving me this gift and taking the leap on this wonderful and petrifying adventure together. I love our little family, and I have never felt so blessed, present, and grateful. This is the first time since my dad passed that the part of my heart that broke off and left with him no longer feels missing. Thank you to all who have respected my protectiveness boundaries and privacy during pregnancy and now first steps into motherhood i know it's unorthodox given the public life i have chosen it's all a work in progress and i will continue to share what i can as i and ben are comfortable and thank you for all the incredible words blessings and kindness that have been extended to all
4: of us i am beyond grateful and humbled wow that's Um, very um that reply that's like I'm sorry, or I'm happy for you. I'm not reading all that.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it's like, happy for you, or sorry that happened.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Abby Huntsman replied, beautifully said, Mama. She's the luckiest little angel. That's nice. I mean, I am happy for her. Uh, Mm -hmm. I hope that
4: this brings her some healing. I uh, liked that when they announced it on The View, Whoopi was like there's a new baby and no it's not (laughs) what's the name of that woman Martha Raddatz yeah they had Martha Raddatz on that (laughs) day Yeah. it's just very like whoopi saying what's in front of her
3: yeah there's a new um, baby here. A- <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not
6: Martha Raddatz. After presses, there is a new baby in town, and I'm not talking about our guest co-host Martha Raditz. No, <laughs> we are talking about the new baby that arrived, for Megan and her husband, Ben. Aww. Baby was born. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a little girl. Her name is Liberty Sage McCain of uh, Dominic. And uh, we've been waiting <laughs> and waiting. And, and she's she's arrived.
2: So, so far since Megan has been gone, everyone was speculating about who they would get to fill in. But so far, it's just Anna filling in.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Which It's it- nice to have more Anna. Like they... We didn't really get enough of her last season, so I don't mind Anna just being there all the time.
4: I don't mind it. It is it is nice to see Anna more frequently. I kind of wish that if they were just going to have Anna replaced, she would just be there, like, every day. Um, because I do think that, like, there's some consistency. There's something missing, and I, it is that, like, conservative voice. It would have been nice to yeah. have You know, whether you agree with it or not, um, it would have been nice to have a little bit more of a dynamic discussion, especially in the past couple of weeks with Trump's coronavirus and the debates and things like that, because it was all very, like, nodding and agreeing. Um, So I do think it's, like, a little bit of a missed opportunity that they didn't find somebody to replace Megan's view. But happy with Anna, and I would like to see more of her.
2: I do think it... It certainly was nice, Um, even though Anna does kind of just agree with the other four hosts on the panel. It is nice to have, like, someone there doing comedy and and doing a (laughs) stand-up routine (laughs) and having a Seinfeld act prepared because (laughs) the show, like, needs that.
3: It feels like now that, like, Megan's gone especially – It's, like, every day feels like Groundhog Day. Like, it feels so similar. And so when Anna's there, at least there's, like, something different happening. Just because, like, the stories that they're talking about are just, like, so more repetitive as we get closer to the election. So it's nice to have Anna there, but it would also be nice to have, like, someone else there.
2: so in other view news joy celebrated a birthday i think it was her 78th yeah so
3: the thing there's a lot to say here about her birthday celebration the first thing that i noticed was like remember when sarah had her birthday and i get that sarah was in studio and so it was easier for them to like give her a cake but i feel like it's like pretty easy in 2020 to like send a cake to someone's house
2: she probably was like, don't, don't let anyone near my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she, she also said
4: that she was going to go to a food market after That's the show. That's the thing.
3: I was like, I'm getting mixed messaging. And then when they were talking about it, I, I think Sarah was the one who was like, will there be a cake? And there was like awkward pausing because they couldn't hear each other. And then Joy was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like whatever, there'll be cake." She was like, but sure. But I was like, why didn't... They send her a cake. I don't know. I kind of
4: feel like it's because she has a really specific Italian bakery that she (laughs) is the only place she gets a cake. And she's not going to eat this shit from anywhere else. She's not going to eat the random slab cake they got for Sarah. So they were like, you know what? They've probably been through this and they were like, we're not going (laughs) to. We're not going to yeah. bother. Like, it has to yeah, be a black
3: forest cake from this specific um, <laughs> Italian bakery that's only open for like two hours every second Thursday. Yeah. And they're like, um, <laughs> forget it.
2: I think it was probably one of two, thing, or two things. One, she probably didn't want it. And two, the mantra of this season is literally go girl give us nothing so <laughs> they probably didn't want to do it anyway Well, they I- did
3: do something because joy like in in a separate part of the of the birthday celebration uh show if we're calling it that, <laughs> in a separate part uh they talked about how she had like in honor of her birthday um Brad Paisley and his wife and their, like, food company were donating 50,000 meals to the New York Food Bank for Joy's birthday. So it was, like, because of her birthday. So Philanthropic they, queen. Exactly. They did do something for her birthday. And then I was reading the YouTube comments on that specific video of the food bank donations, and they were all, like this is the real Jesus Christ. Joy, (laughs) you are doing Jesus's work. Trump could never. Joy Christ. There were so many people comparing her literally to Jesus Christ. And I was like, this is the section of the internet I only ever want to be on.
7: (laughs) (laughs) That was a
4: nice birthday segment for her. But I was a little bit let down because Virginia Hamilton opened the show by being like, And a Joy unwraps a surprise gift from a superstar couple. So I was really, like, Mm. expecting to see a big box on her lap and her unwrapping it and seeing, like, something fun. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But instead we got... It's
2: not Virginia's fault. She can only make do with what she's given (laughs) and try to make it sound exciting. (laughs) Um, The thing that I noticed that really made me laugh was if you'll recall back to Sarah's birthday, she when asked what she was going to do to celebrate she said that she was going to go get a massage mm-hmm. and joy gave her a hard time about that and was like how are you going to get a massage like with social distancing and sarah was just kind of like it's not i'm just, gonna just do trying it. to laugh <laughs> it off
3: being like don't worry yeah. about it <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. but joy really kind of ruined the moment um, and then she so- really
4: took a piss on sarah's birthday <laughs>
0: getting a wait a second you're getting hold on hold on you're getting a massage i'm gonna go get a massage how can yeah. you they make
1: you keep your mask on uh, it's it's safe but they they do close really? in at six feet distance yeah trust me my body wow. is how can for you how time. can
0: you maintain wait a second how can you maintain a safe distance if you're getting a massage that was a oh, joke okay. I, you can't <laughs> get oh that's a joke
2: yes and so this was this is something I love about Sarah, is she never shies away from trying to roast Joy. <laughs> so on Sarah's birthday, or sorry, so on Joy's birthday, when being asked how she was gonna celebrate, Sarah took the opportunity to take a jab at Joy and say, are you gonna be getting a massage?
6: What will you be doing for the rest of today? Cause there's a lot of hours.
0: Are you getting a massage? <laughs> no, I can't have anybody and touching me. so, by me. Home. I can't have someone breathing. <laughs> and also breathing on me. No, not in the Get middle Steve of this. Although I'm dying the for one. Okay. Get Steve to give no, you a massage. No, he doesn't. He can't. Uh, no, no, I heard that. Anna. You, you know what? Send uh, Al Carderis over to do it. <laughs> and like the joke, like kind
3: of got lost. Like I don't know if it was because of not the delays on me. or because like Joy was like not remembering that she had been so like scandalized by that. She was just like, what? No, what? No, like no, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> no, I can't yeah. have
4: somebody
2: breathing on me. <laughs> But like I so appreciate Sarah <laughs> Sarah's willingness to go there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sarah did that uh, one for the viewers. Yeah.
5: <laughs>
2: Not for joy. And the other thing I wanted to bring up, like that I noticed, because the view is obviously still at home, except for Sarah. But Sarah has now begun hosting segments in the studio for View Your Deal with <laughs> Greta Moynihan. I think that's her name. <laughs> Greta Moynihan. Monahan. Whatever. <laughs> Bobby Moynihan. <laughs> um, so Sarah is now doing like the full regular view your deal segment in the studio. Like the view has got its priorities straight. So
3: funny. Well,
2: we won't do the normal show except view your deal must happen.
3: <laughs> if people don't get these two liter um, thermos wine containers, they will riot.
4: The lights <laughs> yeah. will go off at ABC. Yeah. That's what will happen.
2: Sarah is now keeping the lights on. (laughs) But I was thinking, like, does that mean that Sarah can do other things in the studio? Like, can we get something else? Maybe if she can host View Your Deal, then maybe there's other fun things that Sarah can start
4: doing since she's the only one in the studio. Like, they could do like, um, like remember on that Star Wars day when uh whoopee went into the blowing That's exactly machine and picked what a I was name thinking. that is exactly like they could do like thinking. a like a kelly yeah. and ryan thing where like they do a sweeps giveaway and like mm-hmm. they could do something fun in studio with that put
3: her in the blower yeah, yeah put yeah. her in the blow machine if,
4: <laughs> if i would
2: if i were making this show like i would make a big joke out of it about how sarah's there by herself yeah and come up with some funny segments or gags or something about how she's all alone. Yeah. Especially on, like, Halloween is coming up. Like, there's got to be some opportunities there. Oh, my like God. Like, decorate the whole set and just have Sarah, like... Sarah decorating for Halloween by herself. Oh, yeah. Remember, <laughs> and no one coming over.
3: Like, remember the, like, cinematic experience that their Halloween short was last year? Yeah. Like, if they could put that production value into creating something with only Sarah... I think the Oscars would be worry.
2: <laughs> yeah. And then I maybe would finally feel like Sarah got the welcome back to the show that she mm-hmm. deserves because mm-hmm. right now the whole show just feels like not what it should be and it's like we're not acknowledging the the elephant in the room by herself
4: at the studio. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we're not ag- we're not acknowledging the elephant sized space next year yeah
4: i think it would be funny if just like one time um after the credits sarah walked out or they did the panning shot yes. of like the table because she's just at that little table like just for a i don't bit know why fun. they're trying
3: to hide yeah. it like it's so funny well, they should have her like sitting in the different audience seats like have fun with it
4: <laughs> yeah operate I the camera <laughs> <laughs>
2: I know that like the view is really trying to make like the election their thing right now and I support that it makes sense but like the overall tone of the show is with them all being at home on separate screens it's just starting to feel like I'm watching CNN Mm -hmm. and especially with like the nature of the topics where it just kind of sounds like they're repeating the same information over and over again you know talking about the debate for like an entire day before the debate has even happened. Mm-hmm. It's like I feel like I'm watching the news and it's like we're cop it's like they're copying CNN, which is a show that is copying the essence of the
4: view already. So it's like a it's just I don't know, it's getting it's getting weird. It's funny <laughs> that you say that that the topic with the nature of the topics because there it's the nature of the topic. Like they've only had yeah. one topic. Like there was that yeah. day um, a week ago after Trump tested positive for COVID when Joy opened the show and said, well, there's only one hot topic to talk about today. And it's funny that she said that because every day they only talk about one hot topic. Yeah.
2: yeah and it, that's so bizarre to me. To You should never tune into The View and only get one hot topic. And then, like, three interviews. That's, yeah. qu- like, that's not the show to me. The sh- And as Sunny even wrote in her book, like, it the shows where they do Day of Hot Topic are the highest rated shows. Mm-hmm. So just give people what they want. But at the same time, they're getting, like, the best ratings they've ever got. So maybe I'm crazy. I'm being gaslit by the ratings. Yeah,
3: we're <laughs> never getting Sarah sitting in the audience.
2: No. <laughs> We actually have a voicemail that's kind of on a similar note to this that I'll play for you
7: guys. Hi, Deja the Vue. Long-time listener Dale here. I'm sending this message primarily to air a grievance I've had about the show for quite a while now. I have just never got around to contacting you about it, and it is this. Why is it that every time there is a serious issue, the view decides not to let the ladies just discuss it, but they bring on a man usually a white, professional, middle-aged man, to offer very shallow, surface-level analysis on the story. The most recent example I can think of is involving Jonathan Carl most recently, when he came on a few days ago to discuss the fact that Trump had been diagnosed with Kerry Corona. Now, I'm sure Jonathan Carl is a lovely man, I'm sure his dog wags its tail when he comes in of an evening, but he's just very, very boring. I don't see what he can offer to the show that, say, Sonny couldn't offer by reading something from an auto autocue or Whoopi couldn't offer by clumsily stumbling over something from a cue card that's just been printed out for her. And it kind of worries me that this is a female-led panel show and for the most serious stories they bring on some random bloke to do the important bits i don't think it's very feminist i think it's very progressive this wouldn't have happened when rosie o'donnell was around let me know your thoughts yes
4: okay.
2: yes tears. that's tears. so iconic um <laughs> i'm sure his dog wags its tail <laughs> yeah that's a perfect like,
3: voice memo no notes <laughs>
2: perfect on why they do this I think it's not always a man. Like sometimes it is a woman that comes on as the expert, but it is a lot of times a man. But I think it's because ever since they became under the umbrella of ABC news, I think that's maybe when they started trying to bring in journalists to explain the big stories to them, possibly so that they don't get the facts wrong. And, but I don't, I don't know. That's just my guess as to why that happens because of some abc news related reason.
3: Yeah. It's so weird though like to the voice memo's point like it it is so often something that literally Sunny could like read out and she is a journalist. That's been made clear. Well documented. She could just do that part.
2: I don't know.
4: I thought in the beginning that it was a legal issue. Like sometimes it was clear that the the topic that they were discussing um, was either very sensitive or like just breaking. And they didn't want to get those facts wrong. And so they were going to the source of either where it was breaking from or who was reporting it. But now it's just like to have Jonathan Carl on for like two segments. It's like it it then becomes such a structured conversation that you lose any spontaneity and any like natural discussion. To
3: what you were saying before, that's when it does feel like they're like copying CNN.
5: Mm
2: -hmm. It feels very intentional. Like they don't want the co-host to say their true opinions Mm -hmm. because they don't want to get in trouble or something like
4: that yeah in and that I, scenario it almost feels like yeah they don't want joy to say like i'm glad he got coronavirus he's a domestic <laughs> like, terrorist yeah you know? yeah um but it's like if that's what you're afraid of then you're doing the show wrong like that's let's not let's yeah. cancel the show yeah. yeah
2: but i don't know i have so many i don't like a lot of the choices that the show has been making um in 2020 mm-hmm. like a a lot of things I just really disagree with and I feel like it's kind of losing its identity a lot Mm -hmm. totally which is really disappointing because like I would want to tune in to see like funny fearless smart women talking about everything Mm -hmm. not just giving hypothetical political analysis on things like I want to hear them talk about things that are like hot topics like I don't need them to talk about the debate at such great lengths before the debate has even happened. But (laughs) at the same time, like there's, it's obviously a huge election and they should be talking about it all the time. So I don't know. I, I, I just don't, and I also don't like, like, just complaining about the show all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I know I do I know, it but, like, lot. what else
4: are we going to do? Because... <laughs>
3: yes. As much as they talk about only Trump, <laughs> we talk about only how they're talking about only Trump. Um, it's, like, I, I get what you're saying because I feel like because they're, like, really, really, really taking the, like, news stance on so many things and more so with every day that gets closer to the election we lose, like, their personalities behind it all. Yeah, no because personality. Because they're just, like, they're stating facts all the time and less opinion. Um, and with something like Trump, it's, like, I understand how one uh, bleeds into the other so, so like, easily. It's, like, you can be, like, he's horrible, and that basically is, like, borderline fact. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> yeah. less of an opinion. Um, but, like, I just wish that they could tell their personal stories more like we never hear what's going on in their lives
2: when they went away for a summer hiatus and then they came back they didn't even talk about how their summer was and I know there's a pandemic so mm-hmm. it couldn't have been that interesting but still like how have you been since we last talked would have been a great opening question yeah <laughs> and they also don't do day of hot topics anymore no, I don't know never. I just don't I don't like it, but every time we come on this podcast and like complain about the direction the show is going, I end up feeling bad after because I'm like, (laughs) it is still my favorite show and like everyone's watching it. Like it's it's doing so well right now. I just yeah but
4: it's like the things that you love the most you tend to be the most critical of because you feel so personally invested in them and with the view we've seen how great it can be and obviously there are things beyond their control like Mm -hmm. like the coronavirus and like working from home and that's always going to be a challenge but you can still like like talking about the news doesn't just mean talking about the election or talking about Trump there are other things going on in the news mm-hmm. it's crazy to me that they did not talk about still a trump related topic the melania tapes about hating christmas yeah. like the well, fact they, that that yeah. wasn't a hot topic is crazy to me especially it's such they a view had topic. that
2: woman they had that woman on the show mm-hmm. like yeah. a few weeks ago so it's kind of like follow up to that story mm-hmm. They didn't talk about the Claudia Conway of it all
4: either. Mm -hmm. They might want to stay away from that. They might be, like, staying away from that because she's a child or something. But it's still, like, it's political news. Well, they didn't stay away from Greta Thunberg. That's true. (laughs) You got me there. But... (laughs) But also, I was thinking when you were talking about Dancing with the Stars and the Tyra Banks flub, like, that would have been a nine-minute segment in 2009. Like, that would (laughs) have been a huge to-do. They would have had Tyra calling in to, like, talk about it.
2: Yeah, but I just, like, I don't necessarily need them to go so deep on Dancing with the Stars if none of them are watching it and none of them care about it. But, like, I think, like, there's a lot of stories that kind of didn't get talked about that were... Everyone was talking about except for the view like this year like I would say JK Rowling being a Mm -hmm. a Transphobic turf has was a huge story this year, and it's still a huge story and the view doesn't acknowledge it
4: Yeah, absolutely
2: the pendulum on the view has always swung back and forth in terms of like pop culture and politics Mm -hmm. and the show is always at its absolute best when it strikes the balance should always lead with politics but have a balance and right now it's there's, no, uh, there's not swung all the way in the politics direction and I'm okay with that if after the election you know maybe things can get back into balance I don't know but it's like I'm I'll probably cut so much of this out because every time I listen to it back I'm just like shut up like just well, like, watch the, the damn show is, and shut
5: up
3: the thing is it's like what Sean is saying, sometimes it's like the things that you love the most, you're most critical about. It's like, I would die for the Fast and the Furious series. Do I think that the eighth film was anywhere close to as good as the seventh? No. But I'm waiting for the ninth and hoping that it can somehow get the magic back, you know? And that's yeah. how we all feel with the view right now.
2: Yeah. That's a great point. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> One thing I also wanted to say, though, is that I think when they got that, was it the New York Times cover that mm-hmm. said they were the most political show ever? I think most that important really, political show. Yeah. yeah. I think that really like messed with their heads. Yes, <laughs>
3: absolutely. Did. Because then I felt like then they like had a title that they had to live up to in their heads. And so they started going way even more political than they were already doing, even though they had already won the title based on what yeah. they had been doing.
2: It's like you were already doing Amazing, Sweetie. You
4: yeah. didn't have to what take we it all ne- the way there. What we need is an Us Weekly cover saying that The View is the most important show with Sarah Haynes doing zany in-studio <laughs> stuns ever. <Yeah. laughs> then we'll be on the right track. Base. Yes. Yeah.
2: Okay. Marie, you said you had a view update for us.
3: I do. So I wanted to let you guys know that Rosie posted for National Lesbians Day. Mm. Which is not the same as Lesbian Visibility Day. We get two days. We've been, oh. we've been through the ringer. <laughs> we get two days. Um, so she posted on Instagram and Twitter about it. But her post on Instagram... Was a selfie from a really, really, really similar angle, wearing the same outfit that she had posted on debate night. But then she posted this selfie the next day. I'm just gonna assume it was taken. <laughs> it was one of the, it was one of the debate <laughs> night selfies that didn't get posted. So she posted that for National Lesbian Day on Instagram and said, Hash, "Happy National Lesbians Lesbians Day to all the women we love." And then on Twitter, she posted a completely different photo of herself with long hair wearing a t-shirt that says, I I can assume it says, I kissed a girl and I liked it. You can just see I kissed a lips. (laughs) (laughs) And it says, happy National Lesbian Visibility Day. Gay women rock. Hashtag Mm. National Lesbian Visibility Day. Hashtag remove Trump now. So... She's (laughs) always (laughs) fighting, (laughs) always fighting for Trump's removal, even when she's celebrating Lesbian Visibility Day. But I was, it's just, it made my day. That was the only post I needed to see.
2: Yeah, always, we're always supporting our lesbians and we're wishing so much love, peace, and tranquility to them all. Thank you.
3: And then I posted, (laughs) I post, I reposted, um, Rosie's Instagram onto my story, um, as I often do. But then one of my ex-girlfriend's aunts responded back with the hard eyes emoji to it, which I thought was very nice.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, that's always that's not cursed at all. <laughs>
3: always not cursed, <laughs> not cursed, just a pure sentiment of love for Rosie. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, I'm glad you brought up Rosie because I actually um, recently was catching up on something that we haven't done in a while, which is reading through the Ask Rosie section of Mm Rosie.com because it's it's a forum where anyone can (laughs) write to Rosie and ask a question and she may respond to it or she may not. But if she does respond, it's going to be a one or two word response. And she responds to so many. And often it's quite entertaining and insightful into what is going on with Rosie. Mm -hmm. And so I thought we could read through the most recent and best questions that I saw on there. I was hoping maybe we could alternate. I'll be Rosie and maybe you guys can alternate asking the questions.
3: Okay. Would you like me to start? I could start.
2: Start for National Lesbian Day. Yeah, I'll start. Let's have Marie start. (laughs) Take the wheel.
3: (laughs) As the lesbian, I always do.
2: Full throttle.
3: (laughs) (laughs) First question from Curtis: Is it true you have a ranch of elite thoroughbred horses, and you go there to be rodeo queen?
4: No. (laughs) mk writes jane lynch said on the michelle collins serious show yesterday that you beat her for the part in a lotto did you know and michelle said you and her me backstage at some game show a few weeks ago she loves you i had no idea (laughs) what is a lotto I want to check it out.
3: I'm inclined to believe that it's like a, a Broadway, a league of their own. Oh, a league of their own.
4: <laughs> nice. Good yes. work.
3: Well, it is. It, <laughs> That's
4: why lesbians get <laughs> two days. <laughs> exactly.
3: Alanis writes, sometimes I just feel really lonely.
2: The human condition
4: I can't believe that Alanis can barely tweet but she's writing in to ask Roe and it was yeah. sent
3: at 11.55pm
4: well she lives on the west coast
3: <laughs> the witching <wood-sing> hour
4: <laughs> um, Nancy writes page 6 is reporting that you are in negotiation to replace Marie Osmond on the talk since she quit after one season? Hope this is true as the world needs your political truth right now. Page six is wrong.
3: <laughs> Matthew writes, what happens is the dictator in chief is elected again. How does our nation heal? How does our nation move on? The anxiety is getting to me. How do you handle it?
4: Making art. <laughs> Dora writes, Do you think Lisa Kudrow has more talent than you do? <laughs> yes. The answer is always yes <laughs> to that question.
3: I don't need to see that. <laughs> Bren writes, Your doll, Rosie, is having the time of its life while me and you are all trapped in COVID slash Trump hell. LOL. That Insta cracks me up. Thanks for sharing, face with hearts around it.
4: Me too. (laughs) Cheryl Lindsey writes, Hi, I've been contacted on Twitter by celebs private. (laughs) Then then after some time, they asked me to donate or pick up a briefcase. (laughs) How do I know when it's really a celeb? (laughs) Right now, Tyra Banks, Is asking for my email address. (laughs) I'm leery after all these fake people. Thank you. Look for the blue check on
2: the Twitter name.
3: (laughs) That is such an important service that Rosie decided to answer that person's question. Like, they just, (laughs) she just like saved them from like going bankrupt for giving fake Tyra Banks their money.
4: Mm -hmm. Picking up a briefcase? (laughs) Yeah. For James Gandolfini, like,
3: smuggling. Yeah, how do you get go from being a person who's like unable to decipher whether it's the real Tyra Banks or not to finding yourself on Ask Row? It's like such a specific and like unknown part of the internet. How are you aware of Ask Row but unaware like, of like who Tyra Banks go- is on Twitter?
2: They're like the only person, because celebrities all know each other. The only person that can help me decipher if this is real or not is another celebrity. (laughs) Who's the only celebrity that I can actually reach and know that it's for sure them? Well, it would be Rosie on Rosie.com the most authentic and (laughs) like pure yeah i mean the thing is
4: like i feel like ask row has been going on since like 1998 Mm -hmm. and if you can't tell if you're talking to a real person on twitter or not you're probably like living in the internet of 1998 so it kind of makes
3: sense it's like your aol home screen is (laughs) AskRow.com. yeah yeah
4: So if you have a burning
2: question for the icon, the legend, Rosie O'Donnell, don't forget you can always reach her at (laughs) askrosie on (laughs) rosie.com.
3: Hello little hunties, before we continue, we wanted to let you guys know about our exciting new Patreon account.
2: Subscribers to Deja the View's new Patreon will get access to bonus episodes featuring all kinds of content left on the cutting room floor, fun and games, and of course, the revival of the View Theater.
3: Oh my God, I cannot wait. Better start brushing up on my thespian skills.
2: So if you want a little more Deja the View in your life, Head to our episode description, click the link to our Patreon, and subscribe.
3: And soon we'll all be having fun.
2: So I wanted to talk about this Ted Cruz interview that they did mm-hmm. uh, because they had him on to promote his book, and I think like this interview kind of showed like why the view from home can be so frustrating sometimes, because there were times when like Sunny was trying to kind of hold him accountable to his statements or hold him accountable to the interview, like Mm -hmm. answer the question I asked. But because you can't, it's so hard to interrupt people over like Skype or Zoom. I don't think they're using those, but you know what I mean? Like you can't just like interrupt someone and there's a delay. So it just makes it so easy for like someone being interviewed to just keep talking and talking and talking without anyone ever jumping in and correcting them or calling them out on a point. And so one of the things that, came up in this interview that really highlighted how awkward that can be now was when Sonny was asking Ted Cruz about his reaction to that uh, New York Times piece that Mm -hmm. claimed that Trump had only paid $750 in taxes. And he answered the question by saying, well, that might not be true. We don't know if that's true. Mm-hmm. And Sonny was trying so hard to make him answer the question, but having such a hard time because like in the script, the next question is Joy's. Anyways, it just sucked.
8: You know, a, a stolen or secretly leaked copy of the president's tax returns. I, I get the New York Times wants to drive this as an attack on Donald Trump, but I don't see a lot of people in Texas who, who this is front and center for them.
5: Do
1: you think okay. people should pay okay,
8: their fair share then. in taxes? Uh, okay. I'm I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. I, 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 I was just asking okay. you, do you Senator.
0: think people
8: should, should pay their fair... Oh, look, of course people should pay their fair share in
7: taxes.
3: Even if Sunny feels like the natural leader of this conversation, she has to stop so that the four other people, like, have their fair turn to ask their well, question. And it's yeah. it's frustrating.
2: And specifically, like, in this moment, you can see Joy starts to speak. And then she realizes that Sunny wasn't done. Mm-hmm. And then Sunny's like, no, it's fine. And Joy's like, no, go. And Sunny's like, no, it's it's fine. Yeah. And it's like. With five
4: seconds in between each yes. <laughs> of those. Yeah. By it's the like, way, they're both Libras. So they're both <laughs> being like, no, you go. No, you go.
3: Like, I wish that, be- like, because of the challenges with the format or the format of it, technically speaking i wish they would like pick two hosts to do the interview so that then if someone Mm. really wants to like go after the a a certain point they have that freedom to do it instead of like having to be cut off to go to the next person
4: because what you're missing here in these interviews is that like golden rule of interviews which is to listen and Respond to what the person's yeah. actually saying. Because exactly. by not doing that, you're basically just giving a platform to any politician, mm-hmm. Republican or Democrat, to say their speaking points and not be held accountable exactly. for them. So Ted yeah. Cruz can come on and say anything he wants. Right, And, and, and Sonny tried to push back on. She was also asking about um, the repealing of the Affordable Care Act and and whether they had a plan to replace it, which, as we know, they don't. Mm-hmm. And he just was, like, total, like totally talking about... Um, unrelated things and not answering the question. And she just kept trying to push back. And then, like, Whoopi was finally like, no, didn't you hear? There's no, <laughs> there's no plan. Like, done. We're yeah. done.
8: But we need to be lowering premiums. And, and I think there is widespread agreement on that, d- despite the, the, the fear-mongering that a lot of Democrats are doing on it right now.
0: Okay.
6: But is there a replacement plan? Um, so Senator Cruz, we're, no, there's not. Clearly, there's not. He just said that. We'll-
2: it's upsetting. The interview ended with Sarah asking his opinion on how apparently after like a day after RBG died, um the Senate Republicans started selling T-shirts that said Notorious ACB for Amy Coney Barrett, mm-hmm. which is like <laughs> it's like so crass that it's like funny
4: almost. Yeah. Um, Imagine was, wearing like, that shirt it feels I like it's like, like south I get park level my...
3: of like of like humor
4: yeah i get embarrassed wearing my chromatica shirt in public <laughs> i couldn't imagine wearing notorious acb yeah yeah so
2: sarah is like what do you think about that like and he dodges the question by saying like well sarah like I think it's great that we're all having a conversation, even though we don't all agree. And yeah. maybe if you had read my book, you would understand why certain people care about the Supreme Court. But Sunny being like the keener in the class.
4: sancion unleashed. Yes. And as yes. we know
3: from her memoir, she talks about how she's always the person to read the book.
4: She mm-hmm. stays up all night. So she starts going,
2: I read it.
8: You know, you know what I would encourage you. I, I recognize the host of this sh- host of this show. Y'all's politics are different than mine, and 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 I, I think it's actually good we're having a conversation. Too often, left and right don't talk to each other, and and we just kind of yell at each other. And and one thing I would suggest, if you want to understand why so many millions of Americans care passionately about the Supreme Court and about justices who will protect free speech and religious liberty and the Second Amendment. I would encourage you actually to read the book I just came out with, One Vote Away. E- even if you're it. not going to agree with it, I, I would just encourage I it, it because I think it will help. We wanna help folks understand I- I know why, you're think why religious liberty is, purpose, so in- so I is so important, free speech is so important.
6: Thanks to Senator Ted Cruz. Which is hilarious. And it's like, I wish
3: that she had been given a moment to be able to be like, I read it and and this is, you know what I mean? And like take that point further and like hold him to like to what he was saying instead because they're like it was chaotic at that point and they're like going to commercial and five people are talking all she could say was i read it
5: yeah
2: but our social media got cursed um (laughs)
4: totally sean (laughs) i tweeted the clip of sunny saying i read it and i and the caption was sunny quotes i read it Austin," Mm -hmm. as if to say like yes Sunny like thank you for yeah
3: like she'll always do the reading
4: she she read him wrote him and Sean
2: recently (laughs) started watching Drag
4: Race clearly (laughs) Um, and so yeah I was putting it up as like one of our many like in our compilation of like Sunny being sassy and And, like like, applauding her general
3: like greatness yeah
4: Not 10 minutes later, does Ted Cruz (laughs) retweet the tweet? I didn't tag him. I didn't mention him. I didn't mention the view. Changing his name. Unbelievable. Like, I don't know how he found this tweet. He retweets it as if it was an endorsement of him and as if, like, I was making fun of Sonny for being obnoxious or something like that. And then we just had, like... QAnon in our comments do you, It's it like do like, you really think that an Account
2: called Deja the view Is anti the view Well no. like
3: I think there's levels Of like them being like deranged And but <laughs> It's like I couldn't understand it And then I was like oh my god like they Think that you are Using like scare quotes around I read it
5: Yeah. Like yeah. they
3: thought you were like saying That she hadn't read it in fact It was like the Literal opposite. I couldn't believe it. I wanted to like delete Twitter off of my phone.
2: (laughs) People were messaging us being like, I'm so sorry this happened to
4: you. (laughs) Yeah. They were like, I can't believe this. This is the worst thing. Thoughts and prayers, like Oh yeah, lots Um, of thoughts and prayers. mm -hmm. And then I felt really bad because like Sunny quoted the tweet and was Mm -hmm. like, But I did read it though. And I was like, "Sunny, we're not like Like, we know. That's we what was so upsetting is
2: I was like, does she think that we were on oh his God. side? Because we were on, her, we were, of course, we're on sunny side, like the sunny yeah. side.
3: The sunny. We're always on the sunny side.
4: We're always sunny side up.
3: I'll never be on yeah. the cruise side unless I'm listening to that country song that's like cruise.
4: Sunny side <laughs> up. <laughs> so. um, the last time I was on the cruise side, I got coronavirus like <laughs> cruise and cruise <time> yeah.
5: in <laughs>
2: But then I was so in a panic. We were like, what do we say back to like reassure her that yeah. we meant? So we were like thinking of the time that Sunny like liked us. Mm-hmm. We were like, remember when we like tweeted a video of her with like tiny sunglasses on? <laughs> we, were, like, we were like, tweet that at her. It'll remind her of happier
4: times. Yeah. We, I can't even describe to you the stress. I was just tucking myself into bed And then Sunny quote tweeted, and then me and Kevin are like, I'm like stress sweating in bed. (laughs) What are we going to do? I'm like scrolling through my phone, scrolling through the screenshots album Uh on my phone, looking for an appropriate response. Oh, it was a bad night. It's just so important to me that Sunny doesn't
2: completely hate us.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like so important for me that everyone understands that we would never use scare quotes in Sunny's name.
4: anyway
2: (laughs) now we have to try to talk about some hot topics it actually was a crazy news cycle like we had trump's taxes we had the first debate being a shit show Mm -hmm. we had trump getting coronavirus and then All of the stuff with, like, him going to the hospital, him leaving the hospital, driving around Mm -hmm. in the car with people while he was still sick uh, to wave at his supporters. Then we had him saying he was cured and all of this bullshit and infecting, uh, like, 34. The White House became, like, a hot spot. Mm -hmm. Then we had the second debate, the fly on Pence's head. Mm -hmm. Then we had the Michigan governor almost getting kidnapped. So they talked about those things at length and there were lots and lots of interviews like Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi,
3: Bernie Sanders,
2: Bernie um, and who was that? Marsha Blackburn. Is that her name? She was a treat. (laughs) Such a treat. But I, I don't, there's not like a lot that I think we need to give our take on really. I think our listeners have got it. The oh, the think... one,
3: yeah, the one, like, weird, funny thing about the Mar- Marcia Blackburn thing is, like, I was watching the interview, and, sorry, there's an emergency.
5: <laughs>
3: I was watching the interview, and when she said the name of her book, it's, like, Inside the Mind of a Conservative Woman or something. In my mind head, the Taylor Swift song, Mad Woman, started playing, like, immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and then I made the connection that she was the... Senator who's like, who basically like triggered Taylor Swift to become political.
2: Mm. Oh yeah, in her documentary, yeah, which stars really? Sarah Haynes and Jedediah Beale.
3: Yes, it all com- <laughs> it always comes back to the View. Yeah, so she was like the senator in Tennessee who was voting against um, like protection for women against like stalkers and domestic uh, violence and stuff, and she was like really anti LGBT and Taylor said I have had it officially <laughs> and decided to like come out as a Democrat
5: Wow, that's
2: that's fascinating actually <laughs> um, <laughs> but back to hot topics there's not too much that I think we should get into um, personally but I did find uh, after the first debate There were some entertaining, view-related things that came out, like one being Anna's stand-up comedy routine, Mm -hmm. where she shouted out to crackheads.
1: Anna, why don't you start? What was
6: your takeaway?
1: I think they should have you uh, moderate the debate. Dressed as a nun, holding a ruler in your hand and just striking (laughs) it back and forth. On HBO. listen... Uh, it, was, it was awful. It was awful. It was pathetic. It was embarrassing. It was painful to watch. And if you didn't already believe before watching that debate that Trump lacks the basic qualifications and character to be president, then surely you believed it after watching that debate. And I do think it swayed that very small sliver of undecided voters. I was reading yesterday Frank Luntz, who does focus groups, did a focus group of independent, undecided voters, and they, the words they used to describe uh, Trump, and I'm quoting, arrogant, crackhead, and un-American. And yes, I want to apologize to the crackheads.
5: <laughs>
2: um, and the other thing being this video of Sherry Shepherd after the second debate, screaming at her TV mm-hmm. saying that she was translating for Kamala, saying what Kamala really wanted to say. Be lectured by you
5: or you or you. My writer, he attacked me. I'm going, I'm talking for another five minutes, my writer. i will not be lectured by you. My neck, do you see my neck moving? Go ahead, sorority. I'm not even a
2: sorority system. I'm going to drop the mic that's a perspective we're definitely missing on The View right now. <laughs> <laughs> I also enjoyed Joy saying that the president should be tased.
5: Um,
0: oh my god. But I, you say a nun and whoopee, I say Tony Soprano as the moderator. Every time he interrupts, you tase him.
2: <laughs> but there's, there's, how about we just forget all of that? It was a really <laughs> hectic couple of weeks and let's just talk about something fun for all which is Halloween (laughs) because Halloween is approaching and because of the pandemic and the varying levels of severity all over the world people are figuring out the safest way to celebrate and Mm -hmm. whether or not Halloween should be cancelled altogether or are there safer alternatives So the question is, should Halloween be canceled?
3: Whoopi was defending uh Halloween trick or treating as if she had like made a career off of it the way that Mariah <laughs> has made a career off of Christmas. Like <laughs> I was trying to like think of what the connection is between like like what stake does Whoopi have invested in trick or treating? Because unless she is like, a
4: kid. Unless she's, she's a big like kid. secretly
3: a uh, like a Nestle like <laughs> investor. She has stocks and then candy I corn. I have no idea, but she was so passionate about not canceling trick-or-treating.
6: Do you feel, I think it's a great idea. People keep talking about canceling Halloween. Don't do that to the kids because they may not have Thanksgiving with the family. This is one of the few times they can actually go outside with a different kind of mask on. You as the adult can help them navigate. Yeah, (laughs) you can help them navigate. I mean, I I, I feel safe going with Charlie to trick-or-treat. Do you feel okay taking your kids out, Sarah?
4: i thought it was funny that sarah was like like sarah straight off the bat was taking her like a very um recent approach Mm -hmm. that she's been taking this season and being like well you know like it is a really important time to celebrate and i think there's some way that we can do it and like it really it's really important for the kids and then they cut to sunny immediately after and she was like um not to be the bearer of bad news (laughs) but we're in the middle of a global pandemic sarah
3: (laughs) Also like Sarah got away with Like not giving her true opinion Because she was like yeah we'd probably go But like the kids are so young that like it's not Like something we would consider anyway So she like didn't have to um, Say that she disagreed with Whoopee. (laughs) But then when it got to Sunny and she was like, I hate to be all doom and gloom, (laughs) is exactly (laughs) what she said. It also literally looked like as if she was being lit lit only by candlelight. Like something (laughs) with her lighting was different. In that shot, it literally was like she was in shadows, only lit by candles, and was literally being doom and gloom, which I thought if that was a choice, <laughs> bravo.
4: Mm. It was like when they come on the X Factor to announce the results and the lights like yes. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to be all it doom
3: and like, gloom. It was like the crypt keeper like lighting it was so funny
1: (laughs) oh you know i hate to be all gloom and doom but we are in the middle of a global pandemic and um you know my 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 teenager, Paloma, um, she's a young teen. She loves Halloween. It's one of her favorite times of the year, but I don't think that it's safe to have a group of teenagers going door-to-door uh, with, uh, you know, even with masks. that They sometimes congregate, whoopee. Um, and, and we know that, that the virus lives sometimes on different types of materials for a longer period of time, shorter period of time. They may be taking off their masks to eat candy. Um, I'm just not that comfortable with it.
2: I think, like, as far as trick-or-treating goes like hmm like probably no don't mm-hmm. do it but then again like if you live in a place w- like where i'm right now where there's very rarely any active cases you probably could get away with it but i still would say skip it it's not yeah. that important like it's like your not kids,
3: worth a life like no one is saying you can't go and buy the bag full of mini o henry's it's like go and buy candy like when and i was hide a kid them around and I, the house yes, or something. Like, when i was like, like when i went trick-or-treating it's like yeah it's fun to go out with your friends but like the main goal here like let's not like pretend that the main goal isn't to get the best candy like so if you just buy candy it's not like the kids will like I mean, I don't have kids, (laughs) but take it from me, an expert, they'll be fine. Yeah, but it's like, just like
4: everybody buys candy anyway because you're like getting your return on your investment because your kids are going out to collect yeah. candy and then you all end up with the same amount of candy in the end. So just buy the candy. Don't give it out. Just give it to yeah. your kids and like yeah. make it fun. I was surprised that nobody suggested like now's the year you can like make a haunted house for yourself. Yeah. Like, like do that. Like Sarah a should be thing. doing
2: a, in the View studio by herself. <laughs> <for a segment. laughs>
4: exactly. Someone kind
3: of tried to say it. Like I think it was Anna who was like, make the the different rooms in your house like make them the different like houses they would go to and they can knock on all the different doors and whoopi's like all
2: kinds of things whoopi
3: was not into that her answer to that (laughs) was well some people don't
1: have doors There's a bunch of different things that you can do so kids have some joy, so kids can get to dress up, so we can all have some fun, we can mm-hmm. all have some candy. I mean, have them knock on the doors in your own house. Go from one bedroom to the kitchen, from the kitchen to the living room, from the living room to the laundry room. You know, have them if do it. If you don't have any there. doors,
6: you can't do it. <laughs> it's like...
1: I guess,
6: Um,
3: but are those the same people who we're worried about are going to be mad that Halloween is canceled?
2: I think there's (laughs) endless opportunities for like, a different way to do halloween like mm-hmm. doing like a drive you could do some sort of like drive-by trick-or-treating where no one actually makes contact but you yeah somehow you can shoot um,
3: the the candy out of a t-shirt gun potato gun yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> or you could do a haunted house that is drive-through like mm-hmm. i think that sounds super fun i think there's lots of different ways you can do it yeah. i don't think people should be
4: going door to door Trick-or-treating. I didn't think that Whoopi's uh, Whoopi's compromise was (laughs) very good, which was that you can go trick-or-treating, just make sure you spray all the candy with Lysol before you eat it.
3: And leave it for an hour.
4: (laughs) Oh, yeah. And she was like, like we do every year anyway.
6: Mm -hmm. If you walk with your kids, now you do what you want to do. I think if you take your kid and you take them to five houses that you know, you're all right because you're going to take that candy. You're going to get it home. You're going to spray it with the Lysol and then you're going to leave it for an hour and then you come back. That's how you got to do it. That's how we do it anyway. Yeah.
3: I don't know about spraying. Lysol I had some questions candy. about the Lysol candy left for an hour, but like <laughs> if gay people can like give up a year of like, um, popping their P words on the floor for pride then like some sh- of us children, <laughs> some, of, some of us, then children can give up a year of like going house to house. Like we're not literally popping taking their the
2: P word pumpkins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of
3: popping the pumpkins on the ground. It's not like we're taking away Halloween. Like watch Casper. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Eat candy. Oh, I actually
2: watched the Adams family values last night. When and? was the last time you guys watched that? <laughs> it's been a few years. Such It's mm-hmm. honestly so good. I hadn't I'd watched it since movie. I was very little, which is kind of surprising because I feel like the Addams family is so like my brand. It's like truly so camp. It is camp, it's staring, it's camp looking camp in the right eye. in the eye. <laughs>
5: yeah. <laughs> I
3: didn't. I haven't watched it in a really long time. But last year, I um, went to see the animated Adams Family movie in theaters.
2: That's insane to me. Yeah, (laughs) that you did that.
3: I can't believe that was only a year ago.
2: I can't believe that's something you went to go see. But (laughs) I did go see the Winnie the Pooh movie. So, do you guys have any like plan? Like, what do you think will happen to you this Halloween?
3: What do you think will happen to, to Like me? are you
2: gonna do anything? Like Ontario went back a phase. Y'all We're in real phase yeah. Oh now. yeah.
3: It's real bad right now. So like I don't see myself doing any type of plan that doesn't just involve me at home.
4: Watching the animated that Watching Adams Adams the family. animated
3: Adams Family once again.
4: I think I'm going to um zip on my Madonna costume. Um, My Madonna um, Blonde Ambition costume, I don't have a wig for it anymore, so it'll just be the Halsey version, and um, have a cocktail and eat a Rockets, Mm -hmm. that's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, seems like I'm probably just
2: going to be chilling with my mom, like, Mm the same as I always do, and maybe (laughs) I'll watch the other Adam Family movie, like, I don't know. I did check out Facebook to see what they had to say about Halloween this year. A lot of outrage about Whoopi's comments. A lot of outrage. But here's some that I picked to share with you guys. So we have Charmaine. I think every holiday should be canceled this year. (laughs) Because this year is Corona year. And she is very deadly. Because I'm proof of it. Everyone should just enjoy each other and make this Halloween a year you will <laughs> never forget. Marie did a full spit I take. did a full
3: spit <laughs> take at this year is Corona year.
2: I would say that sounds like something you would say.
5: <laughs>
2: Mary. Not only are we not doing trick or treat, but I'm selling all my outdoor decor. This was going to be our last Halloween hurrah before we moved to the country, but with numbers on the rise in MI, we will be leaving our lights off, going to get my decor sold, an entire room of ghouls in the basement, before listing the house. (laughs) Very sad end to an era for us.
3: Imagine if an entire room of ghouls in the basement was, like, unrelated to what she was saying.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Joe. Whoopi thinks candy is worth risking people's lives. She's the first one to complain about people not taking precautions, but is recommending families and kids go out door to door, touching candy, doorbells, candy buckets. And unless someone has a six foot arm being closer than six feet to several people (laughs) and for what, a Kit Kat? A Twix? Lady, please. <laughs> I'm willing to bet all kids would rather stay home and be able to grow up or have their family members around rather than go out and risk illness or death just for candy. Kids don't care where the candy comes from as long as it's there. Go to Walmart, buy them candy, and give it to them. Hell, hide candy around your house and make them find it. Make it Easter Ween.
3: Easter Ween. <laughs>
2: okay last one julio i think under the circumstances sunny is a better parent than you are she (laughs) loves her kids and she is looking after their own safety and she is a strong latina mom and kids listen mask it or casket oh my god
4: (laughs) okay oh my god that's it
2: for us Such a pleasure to talk to you both. And for anyone still listening, make sure you're following us on social media at DejaTheViewPod. We love ratings and reviews on Apple. And don't be shy. Subscribe to our Patreon, (laughs) where we're going to keep on blabbing about The View after this. So until next time, everyone have a great day and take a little time to enjoy.
3: Spraying your candy with Lysol.
4: Hit it, Abby. That's
3: all, folks. See you later. John Huntsman, the real job creator. D O P. Come join the hunt. D O P O
0: P. Every time he interrupts, you tase him.
1: We're bringing Huntsman back. Yeah. We're right behind.